You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into a Thursday edition of the podcast. I hope you all are doing fantastic. A lot to get to ahead on today's edition of Locked On Cougars. We're going to talk about BYU basketball finally back in action tonight against Pacific. We'll preview that game. It's also a Twitter Thursday here on the podcast, answering your questions you've submitted via Twitter at Locked On Cougars. And of course, we'll catch you up on everything else going on with BYU Sports, keeping you up to date on everything with regards to the Cougars. That's all ahead on today's show. It's all brought to you today by our good friends at Rock Auto, BetOnline.ag, and Homefield Apparel. We'll tell you about all three of those companies a little later on here. So there you go, the rundown of where we're going. Let's dive on in. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for February 18th, 2021. What's up, everybody? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking some time to join us on your daily podcast focused on all things BYU here. If you're new to the show, welcome on in. We aim to be your daily stop for all the BYU sports news you need to know about as a Cougar fan and additionally passing along insider tidbits that you will not find anywhere else. So a big thank you for your continued support of the show. What I need you to do what I request that you do, and this is for both new and old subscribers. Well, subscribe first off, subscribe, rate, and review the show, and make sure to join us every day. That's what we aim to do: is to be your one-stop shop, to be your daily conversation on the Cougars. And the only way we can do that is if you guys stop by. This month has been fantastic. We are building an audience that is unrivaled. I feel like in the podcast sphere, BYU wise, and it's a big credit to all of you who have shared this with your family and friends, word of mouth on social media. Your guys support means the world to us here on Locked On Cougars. Let's start off on the hardwoods today talking BYU basketball. The Cougars finally Finally, it just feels like it's been forever, are back in action. Uh, they come off that loss against Gonzaga and then all of a sudden faced, what, 10, 11 days without a game. But finally, tonight, they're back in action against the Pacific Tigers in Stockton. Tip-off in that game set for 6 o'clock Mountain Time. And, boy, I- I'm looking forward to finally seeing this team back on the court. I can guarantee that the BYU basketball program, they've been chomping to the bit to finally get back out there. Obviously, they've been hoping that they could finally just get back on the court, get that awful taste of that loss to Gonzaga out of their mouths, and they've been sitting on it for the better part of a week and a half here, and they're ready to go. I think this is actually going to be an interesting game because, as you might remember, that double overtime win for BYU in Provo against Pacific, hard fought, and Pacific gave BYU you everything they could handle. What Damon Stoudemire and his team does is they just like to muddy up the game and they make it tough for BYU. BYU's front line in this game coming up tonight, they need to be a lot better than they were against Gonzaga. They need to be better than they were the last time they faced to get off against Pacific. They've got to really just bring it all night long. And the fact that BYU, their front line, speaking to their guys in the post, had zero points against Gonzaga. It's pretty abysmal. So in this game, my key tonight is I want to see BYU's main guys in the middle, Matt Harms, Richard Harward, Colby Lee. I want to see them have better games. The last time these teams squared off, it was the Alex Barcelo and Brandon Averett show, the ABBA backcourt combining for 
uh, 47 points in that win. Harms, to his credit, did have 13 points and 8 rebounds in that win, but you need to have more from BYU from their big men, and here's hoping that they can find the answer tonight, and let's avoid double overtime. How about that? Let's avoid double overtime against Pacific tonight. The good news is, if you want to look at it that way, is the Pacific comes in here kind of limping into it. The only win they have since facing off against BYU is a win over listless Portland. Of course, Terry uh, Stotts, not Terry Stotts, that's the Portland head coach, Portland Trailblazers head coach. Terry Porter is what I was trying to say, the head coach of the Portland Pilots. Man, free association of Portland. Apologies there. But uh, they lost their coach midseason, and Portland's just kind of out there drifting along. Uh, so Pacific comes into this one on the back of of two losses, one against number one Gonzaga after losing to BYU in double overtime, and then losing at Loyola Marymount 80-76 to in a tough game there. So this is going to be a program, speaking of Damon Sotomayor's squad, who's going to be motivated. They've only won once in their last six outings so they're going to be motivated to go get a win. I know they probably think that they should have won that game in Provo, missed out on their opportunity to do so, but you know what? That's why you go out and play the games. I am excited to see BYU finally back on the court. It's just been so long since we saw them against Gonzaga. It just with these COVID-related shutdowns, man, it's a bummer because we've been sitting here for a week and a half, and BYU basketball really kind of fell off the radar. There's a lot of talk out there. It emerged earlier this week about BYU and Gonzaga. Should they skip the West Coast Conference tournament? And I I don't know. I, I get the, the premise of why you would do it. I, I, I really do. I get why you would say, okay, let's skip it considering you think that you're a lock for the NCAA tournament field, but are you leaving the West Coast Conference and yourself vulnerable by opting out? Uh, there are so many different things about it. My personal feeling is that, that conference tournaments, especially with regards to what the NCAA tournament is going to require this year, where you have to register seven straight days of negative tests before going to that so-called bubble environment in Indiana for the NCAA tournament. W- with that being a requirement, I'm sitting here thinking that every uh, conference tournament probably should be looked at and said, hey, should we even play that? Should we even risk it for our teams? Because... If you pop one positive test based on what I understand, all of a sudden your chances of playing in the men's basketball tournament, the NCAA tournament, pretty much go out the window, and that's disappointing. I hope that there's probably a provision in there that allows a team, if they have one player, they can isolate them and the rest of the team can participate. But, man, with COVID-19 restrictions anymore, I don't even begin to think that that's going to be a possibility. So... I don't know. I, I know that I'm kind of mixing two different topics here, but all you got to do if you're BYU tonight is you have to avoid a loss. We, we've talked about this in the past on the podcast. They use their so-called mulligan, the one bad loss that you can register as a mid-major program that BYU operates as and still get in the tournament. That was the loss at Pepperdine. You can't afford a loss tonight. Pacific's not a good team metrics-wise, and losing a game like this on the road tonight be very damaging to BYU and at that point, maybe the topic goes to, yes, we want to play in the NCAA tournament because we're going to play in that conference tournament because we need all of the wins we can get. There's so many things to go on here, but 
I'm looking forward to this. I'm just finally excited to watch some BYU basketball once again. I don't think I'm alone in saying that. Feel free to weigh in with that at Locked On Cougars or at Jacob C. Hatch on Twitter. Send it on Instagram or on Facebook as well at Locked On Cougars. Love hearing from you guys and let us know what your thoughts are. I'm looking forward to this game. We'll have a full recap for you on tomorrow's show. Let you know what I took away from it. But the biggest thing tonight is BYU's just got to win the game. Just go out and win. Just win, baby. The famous Al Davis quote from back in the day. Just win, baby, and move on and get back into the saddle. It's exciting to finally see BYU back on the court. And here's hoping that everything goes according to plan moving forward for the Cougars here because they only have three games scheduled left. So at Pacific tonight on CBS Sports Network. Then they're at Loyola Marymount on Saturday taking on uh, the the Lions, that's at 1 o'clock on CBS Sports Network. And then next week at home against uh, Santa Clara, which is expected to be your home uh, finale, your regular season finale. But I, I can pass this along to you guys. A little tidbit, a little insider knowledge, as I mentioned, like, like I like to pass along to you guys. Keep your eyes peeled for a potential schedule and adjustment for BYU. Whether that's the addition of games or changing opponents over the next week or so for BYU basketball, I can't say for sure. A lot of that information is locked down. But I was told, Jake, keep an eye out. There's going to be some adjustments to the schedule for BYU men's basketball on the schedule front over the next week or so. So I would expect those announcements to come relatively quickly because you can't necessarily announce it the day before and say, well, we're going to do this and we're going to play a game. You have to give them some time. So I'd expect an announcement probably in the latter stages of this week. Of course, it is Thursday. So keep your eyes out maybe tomorrow or maybe even today by the time you're listening to this, that announcement's already out there. But it is a tidbit nonetheless I wanted to pass along to you guys. All right, we will get to your questions. It's your turn to program the show on a Twitter Thursday. We'll get to that here in just a moment. Answer the questions you guys send in, your queries that you send in on Twitter. We'll get to all that here in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends at rockauto.com. Folks, if you are in the market for auto parts, no matter what it is, you need a new bumper, you need a new fuel pump, you need a new carburetor, you need a carpet, a rear view mirror, no matter what it is, rockauto.com is your online resource that will give you all the parts your car, truck, or SUV could ever need at reliably low prices. That's what we love about it. Why pay up to twice as much at a chain store or at a dealership when rockauto.com has all the options available to you guys? So take advantage of it now. That's at rockauto.com. What I love about the website is it's really easy to navigate. You go on the website, you put in whatever type of car you got, the year, the model name, all that stuff. You tell them what you're looking for, and all the manufacturers pop up. And then what you can do, you can search by manufacturer, you can search by price, you can search by specifications. It is customizable to your needs. Give them a shot. That's rockauto.com. While you're there, make sure to mention Locked On in the How Did You Hear About Us box. That way they know that we sent you to check them out. Amazing selection, reliably low pricing, all of the parts your car, truck, or SUV could ever need. That's our good friends at rockauto.com. Guys, you may have noticed on our Instagram feed, we are doing a giveaway courtesy of our friends at Home Field Apparel. We're going to take a minute here and talk about it. But if you'd like to get entered to win some free Home Field gear from yours truly, get over to our Instagram page and get entered to win that. It's a really simple process. We're going to pick that winner tomorrow. So you still got some time to get entered to win. And I'd love to reward you guys for being the most loyal podcast listeners out there. 
In the meantime, check out Homefield Apparel, guys. They're a premium collegiate apparel brand out of Indianapolis, Indiana. They produce the most incredibly comfortable, officially licensed apparel with vintage college designs. I, I mean it. This company is great. I have owned Homefield Apparel for many, many months before they signed on to sponsor with us here on Locked On Cougars. But the brand new BYU line that they launched a month ago is absolutely phenomenal. Homefield digs through the archives from each program like BYU to find unique logos, mascots, or whatever else to make thoughtful designs for BYU and then prints those logos on the most comfortable t-shirts and hoodies that you will ever own. And I can attest to it. I absolutely love my Homefield apparel gear. It's part of my weekly routine. I've got some gear that seems to work into my rotation every week. Homefield right at the top of the list for me. Give them a shot, guys. You can go to homefieldapparel.com and right now use the promo code LOC. It stands for Locked On Cougars. Get 15% off your first purchase at Homefield Apparel using that promo code LOC. Great way to save some money on the most comfortable gear, BYU gear, that you will ever own. And check it out, guys. Once again, our Instagram feed, we're giving away some gear. But in the meantime, if you don't win, take advantage of the offer now. 15% off your first purchase with the promo code LOC at homefieldapparel.com. Guys, I want to encourage you to take advantage of a new podcast available here on the Locked On Podcast Network. It is Locked On Today. Of course, we aim to keep you guys up to speed on everything involving BYU as much as humanly possible. If you want the bigger picture, the 30,000-foot view on the sports world as a whole, check out Locked On Today. It's hosted by Peter Bukowski here on the Locked On Podcast Network. 20 minutes or less, and you are up to speed and on your way with everything you need to know about the sports world at large. Cannot encourage you enough to take advantage of it. It is available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's your turn here on a tw- Twitter Thursday, excuse me, hashtag Twitter Thursday, as you guys send in your questions on Twitter earlier in the week when I asked for them, and we will answer them now. Let's start off. Tyler Bergener, an OG a GFOP, a good friend of the podcast, asked this question. Who is your pick for starting quarterback pre-spring practices and why? Well, Tyler, I think I've been pretty clear on this, but it's Jaron Hall. I think that Jaron, now that he's healthy, he took the last season off in for the most part, I know he practiced towards the end of the tail end of the season, dealing with a leg injury, a hip injury in particular, that really precluded him from playing baseball, and he is all in on football. He is skipping out on playing baseball, which is a sport, and I'm, I'm being sincere about this. I've heard this from multiple people. If he were to focus on baseball, he could be an MLB player one day in many people's eyes. He could do that, but he loves football. He wants to be a quarterback, and he is my pick as your quote-unquote number one guy going into spring practices. Does that mean that he'll come out of spring practices as that? I can't guarantee that. I think Jacob Conover's got something to say about that. Baylor Romney, Soljay Maiava-Peters, They all have their opportunity here in spring ball to show what they can do. But looking forward to it. Spring ball, as I report, I believe is the first one to break this. Uh, March 1st is when it's scheduled to begin. Other people out there saying, well, I had it. No, I I had it first here on the podcast. Let's be clear about that. But looking forward to it nonetheless. And yeah, Jaron Hall, he is my odds-on favorite to be the guy, number one guy going into spring ball. Nick Chadwick sending in football question. Connection to any big nasty offensive lineman come our way with the connections of the Big Ten from our new O-line coach, Daryl Funk. I don't know that in particular. I do know that Daryl Funk has already hit the ground running recruiting-wise. He sent out a couple of offers that I have seen so far to offensive linemen in the 2022 class. Obviously, he'll start looking at 2023 and beyond, but this is a guy who he believes in big mauling, just 
dancing bears, for lack of a better term, when it comes to his offensive linemen. It's something he's coached his entire career. It's what he believes in. It's what Kalani Satake wants to see from his offensive linemen. And I wholeheartedly believe that Daryl Funk will do his best to get the best out of the guys he's got at his uh, at his fingertips. Also, a basketball question from Nick here says, we've got three bigs in the 2022 class. We need shooting. Is Pope going to the transfer portal or settling for the RM route? I think that you're what you're saying there is Mark Pope, I think you're right. He's going to use the transfer portal. If he has to go out and find a guard that he thinks can be the guy, because you're going to lose Brandon Averett and Alex Barcelo, it appears, this year. And if you don't feel like you're set on that guard line, why not use the transfer portal? It's been used to great effect already during his short tenure as head coach at BYU, I have no doubt that Mark Pope will use it if he thinks it is in his best interest, in his program's interest, to go find somebody. I do think he believes in the guys in his system already with another year of development. He thinks guys like Hunter Erickson can take the next step, but you do need that quote-unquote alpha dog on the guard line. I agree with you, Nick, and it wouldn't surprise me if we see a transfer portal pick up here in the offseason to kind of bolster that guard line and help out uh, really fit well, I guess not fit, help out, but figure out who's going to kind of lead that unit because the bigs are already in place. We all know that. It's just a matter of finding that guy who's going to really slow things down late. You look at Alex Barcelo. He is the guy in late-game situations. He's got he's a very heady player. You need somebody like that, and I think the transfer portal could be the option there. Zach Lavelle, a good friend of ours as well, says, are we going to get any grad transfers before spring, or do you think we will get some in time for fall camp? Uh Zach, that one's almost impossible to answer because with spring ball, that's around the time when a lot of guys come available because they get into spring ball, they kind of figure out where they stand with regards to where the coaches think they are on the depth chart, and then they decide to bolt. It would not surprise me if BYU were to bring one or two guys in this summer ahead of fall camp, but I don't think they'll be bringing anybody in before spring ball. That's just my opinion on that. It just seems like weird timing, but you will, if they do it, will happen in the offseason during this summer, and then they will enroll uh, for fall camp, summer term, etc. at BYU, and we'll find out. So, I, I, man, that's a tough one, Zach, and it's a great question. I would like to see BYU pick up one or two guys. I know they're targeting a lot of players with regards to the defensive backfield. They feel like they need to find maybe an option or two there to help bolster that unit, but it's just a matter of finding the right fit. As you all know, BYU is a unique place. Uh, the honor code, all the different things that go into it. We'll see what happens. Uh, other questions coming in. The Hive Sports, another good friend. Give us some updates on the Olympic sports. Well, I think we're doing a pretty good job of that, I'm not, if, I'm not, if I'm being honest. But he asks us a question here more in particular. Will BYU track and field and cross country repeat? Outside of Northern Arizona, who are some of the other contenders for the crown? I think he's speaking of men's cross country in particular. As it stands right now, BYU is the number two team in the country behind NAU, uh, the team that they dethroned to win the national title last year, I guess technically, what, two years ago in 2019. I would expect BYU is going to be just looking up at NAU. They're not worried about teams behind them because NAU has proven to be, kind of be that squad that has just been a thorn in the side of the BYU men's cross-country program. I do wonder how the track season ongoing in conjunction with cross country will affect the men's team because a lot of these guys do both sports and it makes sense considering they're both distance running events that they can compete in. So I do wonder how they will balance both running cross country, trying to repeat as national champions and also make sure that the track portion of their careers is being handled. It's just an interesting, delicate balance you'll have to to look at. And so 
in my opinion, I think men's cross country, they have one team, one opponent in their eyes that they are trying to top. And of course, it's Northern Arizona, the Lumberjacks, who have won, I believe, there was it three in a row before BYU dethroned them. And BYU's come close multiple times. And it'd be cool to see BYU repeat. Two-time national champions. It would be fun and nice to see the Cougars ranked number two right now. And here's hoping that they can rally and win that national title once again. Now, one final question here. It's a little facetious because, of course, it is a mock account or a, a what do you call a burner account out there. It is the mock Cougars of, and of course, it is making fun of, lampooning the rock, the roar of Cougars student section at BYU. Their question they send, can Cougars roar? We say no. Hashtag meow. Well, uh, technically, you're not wrong because Cougars do more of like a screech. I know that the roar that we hear at BYU games is a manufactured deal. I believe that's another cat in the big cat species that they use the sound for because if you've ever heard a cougar like actually make noise, it's kind of an annoying screech. So, you know what? You can send in your mocking questions, but I, I've found it funny and figured I would clear the air and settle that score right there for you guys. So there you go. Twitter Thursday here on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for you guys' support and your questions you have sent in. It's always good to hear from you guys and get your thoughts on the podcast. We'll continue to do this weekly. Send in your questions at Locked On Cougars. You can do it on Twitter. You also can do it on Facebook or Instagram and we'd love to hear from you guys and get the questions that you have answered for you if you've got them. All right, coming up here in just a moment, we will catch you up on everything else going on in BYU sports news. Another win for the women's uh, volleyball team. They're still undefeated. We'll talk about that. Of course, we'll catch you up on some of the other Olympic sports, helping the Hive sports out there, get you up to speed on everything with regards to the Cougars. We'll do that here in a moment. Today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends at Bet Online. Guys, I know the football season's over, and for many of you, you might think, okay, well, my sports betting habits are over. That's not what it's supposed to be, though. Bet Online, they've got NBA action, college hoops, even NHL. Those are the sports that are in full swing. Baseball's going to be here before, before you know it. But if you actually like pop culture, TV shows, reality TV, uh, even award shows. Bet Online's got odds and prop bets for all of those. So you can have a lot of fun on Bet Online no matter what your interest is. It has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets. And the best part about it, it's free to sign up at betonline.ag. Head over to betonline.ag now or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus using the promo code Locked On when you make your first deposit. Yes, 50% of the money you deposit given to you as a welcome bonus. It's all courtesy of our friends at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, let's get you guys caught up on everything else you need to know about the Cougars before we go here on this Thursday edition of the show. Let's start off with a big congratulations to the number 12-ranked BYU Women's Volleyball Program. Back-to-back sweeps of Loyola Marymount this week, both Tuesday night and last night. They are undefeated still on the season. It's just absolutely rocking and rolling. If you have not had an opportunity to watch the women's volleyball team in action, Take advantage. They're on BYU TV and the BYU TV app often when they are at home. And just good to see them getting those back-to-back sweeps. The men's volleyball program ranked number one in the country. They are in action tonight as they host Grand Canyon at 7 o'clock at the Smith Fieldhouse. That will be broadcast live on BYU TV and the BYU TV app. The volleyball programs at BYU, kind of by extension throughout the entire BYU athletic department, 
they're absolutely rocking and rolling. And it's cool to see them participating at a very high level, contending for national titles. And if you haven't had a chance to watch them, take advantage tonight. Watch them take on the Cougars. Also, the women's basketball program will be in action tonight as well, taking on number 16 Gonzaga at the Marriott Center. Uh, that ma- that game, excuse me, not match, it's volleyball's a match, basketball's a game. That is set to tip off at 6 o'clock Mountain Time. Men's basketball is at 6 o'clock as well in the CBS Sports Network. BYU women's uh, BYU women's basketball will be on BYU TV as well. So some interesting contests there, some big opportunities for all the teams involved. Also, softball begins playing the St. George Classic this afternoon. They take on number two ranked Washington down there at Carl Brooks Field in St. George, Utah. That'll be at 2 o'clock Mountain Time. If you want to track that, you can go to BYUcougars.com for all the details on that game. So lots to go on on a Thursday. We'll have a recap of everything that happens tonight in hoops in particular on the men's side of things. By the way, the women's hoops program, I I can't say this enough. We're going to have two teams, it looks like, that are pretty much locks to go to the NCAA tournament, both the men's and women's basketball programs. They are absolutely phenomenal, and they are doing great things. It's great. It's it's a ton of fun. And BYU football will always be top dog in the BYU athletic department. There's no if, and, or but about that. But the overall depth and strength of the various athletic programs in BYU's uh, athletic department It can't be overstated how good they are top to bottom. You've got a defending national champion in men's cross country we just talked about. You've got the number one ranked men's volleyball program that's looking to win a national title. They probably should have won last spring before COVID shut down the year. You've got teams in national rankings in women's soccer, women's volleyball, women's tennis is off to a historic start this season. It is absolutely awesome to see the BYU athletic department doing as well as they are doing. This could be a banner year for them if everything goes according to plan this spring with regards to the Commissioner's Cup, that the Learfield IMG Director's Cup. I know Stanford pretty much has a stranglehold on that award year in and year out due to the depth and breadth of their sports programs. But BYU could have one of their highest finishes, if not their highest finish ever, if some of these programs come through with national titles. Men's volleyball among them. Of course, that number 11 ranking in men's football helps. There's just a lot of good stuff when it comes to BYU right now. And I want to encourage you guys. I know that basketball and football are kind of the, the top dogs, the ones that people most people watch. But take advantage. Watch these other programs in action when you get the opportunity to do so. They are a ton of fun, and they do a lot of good things, and they participate at an extremely high level, and it's worth watching and and rooting them on just like you do for the football and men's basketball programs. All right, I will step off my soapbox now, but a big thank you once again for your support of the podcast as always, everybody. It's a blast to be with you guys. I hope you all are doing fantastic. We'll be back tomorrow with a recap whatever happens against Pacific tonight in men's hoops. Also, the other programs in action will also look ahead the weekend for BYU sports as well. Until then, have a great rest of your day. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for February 18th, 2021, and we will talk to you guys tomorrow.